In the heart of downtown Honolulu, people wander around the pedestrian walkway of Fort Street Mall. You can hear tropical birds and see palm trees. And depending on the time of day or night, maybe some users of crystal methamphetamine. It's also a short trip to Queens Hospital and the state's largest emergency room. 45 patients a day come through the emergency room for some type of methamphetamine-related complaint. That's Dr. Daniel Chang. He's talking about a single emergency room on Oahu, 45 patients a day related to crystal meth, and not a lot of publicity, mostly because these days it's nothing unusual. We are ground zero for the methamphetamine impact in the emergency room. We see it every day, and it's it's tough because uh, I don't feel it's getting as much traction as it really should be. My sense is that we've become habituated here in Hawaii because it's just been around now for long enough, and it's just been so become prevalent that we've started to just become used to, I think, the methamphetamine, which is really scary. I'm Bill Dorman with Hawaii Public Radio. Over the next four weeks, my colleagues and I are going to take you through the story of crystal methamphetamine in the islands, how it first got here, why it stuck around, what it's done, and what we in Hawaii can do about it. We'll be talking with folks who deal with the impact of crystal meth every day. Users, cops, judges, lawyers, doctors, addiction specialists. One of the first things to know about crystal meth in Hawaii is how extensive it's become across the islands, disrupting lives, clogging courts, filling prison cells. Jim Rouse has been a public defender on Maui for most of the last 20 years. He's wearily familiar with how often crystal meth plays a role in crimes. Crystal meth touches, and this is a guess, but I'd say at least 75% of the cases, of the serious cases, not traffic, but property crimes, obviously the drug crimes themselves, even violent crime. There's usually some meth component to it. On Hawaii Island, it's a similar story. Mitch Roth became prosecuting attorney for Hawaii County about three and a half years ago. Fighting crystal methamphetamine was a key part of his campaign. Before that, he was a deputy prosecutor for 19 years, 14 of them on the big island of Hawaii. Person stealing money or jewelry and things like that, you don't really think that's meth-related. But on the other side of that, if someone's stealing so they can support their their addiction then it's yeah it is it is related if you think that 90 percent of your crimes are drug related and the one you know the one drug that people are really addicted to, they have to go back and back again is is meth um, there's quite a large number in the state of hawaii some other numbers around crystal meth make it a focus for law enforcement In 2014, the U.S. Sentencing Commission reported 26% of drug convictions nationwide involved methamphetamine. In Hawaii, the figure was 77%, nearly triple the national number. Last year, the gap was even wider. Nationally, methamphetamine played a role in 28.5% of drug convictions in federal court. In Hawaii, meth was part of nearly 94% of those cases. This spring, police on Kauai seized seven pounds of meth, the most ever in a single bust on that island. They put the street value at $1.6 million. Last summer, police on Oahu seized twice that much in a single raid, after six pounds arrived by mail. Brian Shaughnessy is a U.S. postal inspector working in Honolulu, 
where he's been for the last nine years. It's been well documented over the years, the devastating consequences that this narcotic has in our community. The sentiment among uh, the people that we work with here in Honolulu and throughout Hawaii is that there's never been a drug so destructive in Hawaii as methamphetamine. We've seen it almost single-handedly destroy families and entire communities. It contributes to so many other problems we have here in Hawaii, particularly in the commission of other crimes. If you really look, it's everywhere. You know, it's on the streets. I come from Maui. My rural districts, you know, Molokai, Lanai, they were so much infected on it and still are infected on it. The Big Island, the Puna districts, and, and so on and so on and so on. But it's everywhere. It's in Honolulu. It's probably within 300 yards of where we're sitting right now. That last comment was from Gary Yabuda. He's the executive director of the Hawaii High Intensity Drug Trafficking Area. That's a federal law enforcement cooperation organization funded through the White House. For more than five years, through July 2014, he was chief of Maui Police, the top cop in the county. He's a veteran police officer who's personally witnessed a lot of the state's history with crystal meth. We've been the pioneer of methamphetamine abuse before the mainland, in fact, because we pretty much initiated the use of crystal methamphetamine, which is a smokable form. And before that, to get high on methamphetamine, you had to use the liquid form and you had to inject it with a hypodermic needle. And because of the ability and the Asian chemists were able to figure out a way of making it into a crystal form, a solid form where it could be smoked, it became more popular. And that's why uh, Hawaii, by virtue of its distance to Asia, was probably the first state in the United States to experience crystal methamphetamine ice as a drug of choice. Things got so bad that 12 years ago this summer, Congress held hearings on the topic. A House subcommittee called the sessions the poisoning of paradise, crystal methamphetamine in Hawaii. Some aspects of the situation improved, although it's not like crystal meth ever left the islands. But stories dropped off the front pages. The national publicity died down. That sense of immediate crisis gave way to a bleaker, lingering presence. Over the long haul of 20 years or so, you become used to it. That's Judge Edward Kubo. He runs drug court. You'll be hearing more from him in future episodes. He spent nearly 30 years as a prosecutor and U.S. attorney in Hawaii. He's seen the impact of crystal methamphetamine for decades. He talks about what he calls community fatigue. Not that you'll ever accept it, but I think our community is just so numb already. And there's a feeling of helplessness. Numb. Helpless. That's how Judge Kubo talks about the community in relation to crystal meth. Users talk in similar terms about the drug itself. Hannah E.E. E. Epstein grew up on the north shore of Oahu, playing in the ocean, winning competitions in surfing and storytelling. She lives in Chicago now and writes plays, including one about crystal meth that was recently staged in Honolulu. That's where she met up with HBR reporter Noitani Gawa and talked about how she got into meth when she was 17. 
I was really addicted to just putting things up my nose, and I found that meth was the thing that made me actually feel something. What do you mean by that? Um, the physical, like, pain that I was feeling inside, I would actually feel it when I used meth. And so... Really? Yeah. How did you know that that's what yeah. it was? It, it just felt in my gut, like, this is... I'm going through all this pain, and then when I would snort it, it felt like shards of glass going inside of me. And so I could have, physically feel that. And I, but, but through Did that, that feel just right somehow or what? To me, it, I was lost and it, it was feeling anything at that point made me feel alive. What were you thinking? Do you ever go back there? What were you thinking? I mean, yourself? it's so difficult because like at the time I was trying not to think. And that's what it was. It was to use so I don't think about my life. I don't think about what's around me. I don't think about my parents or my family or my friends. It's not thinking. And then you use and then continue to use so you don't think about that bad choice you just made. So I'll just use and then not think about that bad choice I just made. And it's this full cycle. It's a costly cycle across all the islands of Hawaii and all demographics. This past fall, the State Department of Health reported meth use has spiked among older residents. Use by adults 50 and older nearly doubled over a five-year period. Here's emergency room doctor Ronald Carota. I've seen people who test positive in their 80s nowadays. Uh, You know, it's rare, but it's one of those things where it's like, wow, can't believe that you're still going with this. You know, it just tells us how long we've been dealing with this. Alan Johnson has been dealing with drug addiction in the islands for decades. He's been at the Hinamalka Recovery Center for 20 years. For more than a decade, he's chaired the Hawaii Substance Abuse Coalition. That's a group of about 20 treatment programs. He's seen changes in the field of substance abuse treatment and health challenges for various age groups. The issue I'm surprised over is the second and third generational use of methamphetamine. Uh, and the biggest surprise to me is these huge medical issues that are coming in. This depression and diabetes is just overwhelming us. I mean, the people come in with so many needs than just, I have a drug problem. It's really hard for us because we're not really well prepared for how sick the people are today. This guy was in his 50s. That's Dr. Ronald Kuroda again. He's the medical director for Queens Medical Center, West Oahu, and a practicing emergency room physician. He's talking about a patient he saw at that hospital in Eva Beach, someone with a job and a family and a lingering problem with crystal meth. I was trying to do everything that I could just to get across this guy because he's had a lot of visits to the emergency department, um, being hospitalized. He doesn't go to his doctors for follow-up. And I, you know, I really wanted to get across to him that, you know what, we're going to try to help you out for this time, and I hope what you did didn't hurt yourself too bad. He ended up actually injuring some of his heart. The blood test showed that he had a small heart attack, probably because he used meth that morning. Because every time somebody with a bad heart uses meth, it's kind of like playing Russian roulette. If it stimulates the heart that much or, or injures it, it could go into a fatal bad rhythm that, even with the CPR and the shocking defibrillation that we can't get people back from. And, and these people, their lives matter. You know, they, they have families. They go home to girlfriends, fiancés, things like that. And I'm like, you know, somebody's going to be crying. Somebody's going to be hurting that you're not here anymore. 
On the other side of the island, emergency room Dr. Daniel Chang also treats long-term consequences. This is the real impact that I think we're seeing now in decade three and four of the methamphetamine epidemic we have here in Hawaii. People who have made it past their methamphetamine abuse, they've made it past their addiction, and they're clean, but they're living with the chronic impacts on their heart. And Dr. Chang says that leaves him and doctors in a similar position on every island with a question. Well, why is a 35, 40-year-old male coming in with a heart of an 80-year-old? And you look into their chart, and you realize it's because they struggled with the methamphetamine addiction in their teens or early 20s, but it has had long-lasting impacts. Primary reporting for this project was done by Noe Tanigawa and Molly Solomon of Hawaii Public Radio. Further reporting was done by Wayne Yoshioka of Hawaii Public Radio and Nick Grube and Eric Pape of Honolulu Civil Beat. Dave Lawrence did the audio editing. Jason Taglianetti did further technical work. Thanks also to Patty Epler and Bob Ortega of Honolulu Civil Beat and everyone who spoke with us on microphone and off. I'm Bill Dorman, the writer and executive producer. Join us for our next episode, Hawaii's Meth Culture. We'll take a closer look at how and why crystal meth has become so deeply intertwined with the local culture of present-day Hawaii. I just know that uh, for some reason in Hawaii, because of our culture, meth is appealing. It's appealing to teachers, prosecutors, cops. I fired cops because of methamphetamine use that was found in their systems. Hawaii is known as one of the premier destination locations for methamphetamine trafficking, so that's uh, what really keeps us busy. We're not proud of it, but crystal methamphetamine is our gift to the nation because it it started here. Hawaii's new ice age, Crystal Meth in the Islands, was produced by Hawaii Public Radio with help from Honolulu Civil Beat. Find out more at hawaiipublicradio.org and civilbeat.com. 